So we're joined again by Tony Morris. If you heard the last episode, you will have heard him talk positively about motivating your sales teams. But there will, of course, need to be some changes that happen in especially in today's market. So, Tony, let's start by talking about what do you think is the biggest change that agents are going to need to see internally in their teams and in their offices, maybe? They, the first thing they need to be doing is upskilling the team. And, and there's going to be a lot of gaps because, unfortunately, a lot of agents have been complacent. Um, and because of maybe a slightly easier market, they've been very reactive. Now they need to become proactive. They need to start prospecting their database. Their database is a gold mine. As long as they follow the GDPR rules, they have a, a, a literally a gold mine to go at. What they don't know how to do effectively is how to even start those conversations. I was in an office three weeks ago where there was a chap phoning every single lead going, are you interested in selling right now? And he just kept going, no, 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 no. And he looked at me and goes, this, this doesn't work. And I said, it doesn't work the way you're doing it. So I made some live calls. Within five calls, we have three market appraisals booked and a mortgage appointment. And I'm not saying I'm the greatest at doing it. What I demonstrate is I did it different to him. And just by asking a couple of different questions, different positioning statements, it works. So I think the first thing agents must do is upskill their team in any way possible, either internally, if they've got someone who's exceptional at training and coaching, or externally. And I'm not not saying that for a plug because they don't have to use me. I'm saying that, that now more than ever do they need to invest in their team and their business. If they really want to not just survive, but thrive in this challenging time, you have to be looking after your people. You have to help them help your clients. Do you know, someone said to me um, the other week that they were a bit scared of their sales techniques coming across as too, as too aggressive. Um, yeah. And obviously they will need to change up their kind of techniques at the moment. But like you say, it's about not coming across as aggressive and positioning your questions differently, isn't it? I've never seen myself as a salesperson, genuinely ever. I've always seen myself as a problem solver. And we know that it's proven people are more motivated to change their circumstances, 2.5 times more driven by eliminating pain, resolving issues, mitigating challenges. So I've seen myself as a problem solver because if I can help solve certain problems, I can help you and work with you, which is why when I'm pitching, if that's the right word, or conversing, I don't see myself as a salesperson. I simply see myself, I'm there to help, serve and add value. And I think it's a mind shift change. Agents don't think like that. The majority don't. So if they change that their job is there to serve and help and they have the right right tools in their toolkit of how to have those better conversations, they're going to thrive. Yeah, that just—it's lovely stuff. I've written some, written some things down. I'm problem solver, not salesperson. Two times uh, more likely to uh, make a decision if it is mitigating pain. Love that. Yeah. Never heard that before, Tony. I think that that's a really, mm. really valuable piece of uh, information. Um, and I always have the thought that a salesperson or any human being, actually, but let's say salesperson in this instance, has the right to ask any question that they want of anybody. What their job yeah. is is to what their job is is to use the right words that are going to get the right result. A hundred percent. 
100 and, and that's the key point is there's two points there and i have a talk about this that i delivered three weeks ago at a conference called will and skill most salespeople don't have the will to even ask the question and when those that do don't have the skill to ask the right question yeah. and the point here is if you don't ask the right question you can't expect the right result yeah and that's why going back to holly's great question they we have to be investing in the team in some way or other be it buying them books audibles watching webinars listening to great podcasts like this to upskill our team because if we don't it's going to be a very messy time yeah there's a um chris sawyer from sawyer co hello chris chris if you're listening on the tour a couple of weeks ago he did say uh, it was so simplistic but so beautiful at the same time to me which was we've just recognized as a company that the first out the first customer contact now is going to be outbound and not inbound and yes very it's so basic. He said, Ian, it's no big thing. I said, Chris, you don't realize actually how big that is because it's cultural. It's, yeah. it's just the acceptance that the market has changed. There's no there's no denial. They're not going through the denial phase of everything's going to be okay. They've skipped yeah. all of that. They've gone to the, the market isn't going to be as good as it was. We still want to do really yeah. well. We're going to take control. I love that. I think that's such a clever point and a good mantra. And the other thing I'd add to that is for those inbound that you will still get, as long as you're doing your marketing right, the person who takes that call or deals with the walk-in isn't a neg, isn't a valuer, isn't the branch manager. It's the CEO of the first impression. Yeah, nice. And they need to treat that very, very seriously. Because if I'm a moody negotiator, I'm in a bit of a bad mood. I've had a busy weekend, I'm tired, I'm lethargic, I'm down in the dumps. You are the CEO of the first impression. And imagine the impression and perception you're going to give potentially to the biggest client you ever deal with. Who knows if a, a landlord's inquiring about a £250,000 flat and the negotiator doesn't treat them very seriously because their typical price value is half a million. And that landlord has 87 properties in their portfolio in your area yeah. And you've just lost the opportunity. And that's what's happening. That's what I'm seeing most days when I'm working with my clients. Yeah, it's really good. I did say to my stepdaughter, bless her, who's been working from home, a, a good, a, probably a year ago now, it was, Katie, if you're going to pick up the phone like that and speak like that, don't bother. You're self-harming. Yes. It may be your 50th call today, but it's there first. Yes, 100%. Friday at 6pm when you're desperate to get out and go to the pub, that vendor calls you because they've just seen a property they've fallen in love with, they need to become proceedable, and now they're phoning you. It's their first ever experience with your agency. Are they going to get the feeling you want them off the phone because you're desperate to go to the pub, or actually do they get the feeling you're genuinely there to help serve and build immediate trust? So um, other bits of advice, Tony, for agents at the moment, because top, I mean, upskill, number one, prospect your database, uh, number two. Um, what, what other ones have you got? The other one is actually know and understand your ge the genuine motivations of your team, but equally know the demotivations. There'll be things that will be demotivating and bringing your team down. You won't even know about it because you've not asked the question. And there'll be things that motivate them that you're not picking up on and therefore you're not going to get the best out of them. So to improve the morale within your business, you need the manager, whoever that is within the business, where that team reports to, should know the ins and outs of every team member. And they should have shown an interest, a vested interest in that, 
so that I can get the best out of them and I can help them along their journey. Um, and the best managers I've ever worked with, the best leaders know that about every single member of their team. And they're thinking about that every time they're giving them some feedback, every one-to-one, -one, every appraisal, because that's what's important to that individual. And if I don't know that to begin with, I can't possibly get the best out of my team members to keep helping and serving our clients. Love that. We used to have a, we used to have a daily check-in. So morning meeting, we'd go around and check in with a scale of one to 10, how, how they're feeling, you know, yeah. what's, their, what's their mood. And if their yeah. mood was below five, they either had the right to below six, five or six. They either had the right to explain why it was below or not. That was their choice. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you could still have the privacy, but you could just say, do you know what, guys, I'm not feeling it today. I'm on a two. And I don't really don't yeah. want to talk about it. And then, and mm. then you know, just to go and leave them alone for the first couple of hours until they, you know. Or, it's such a clever... Such a clever idea. Yeah, really, well, really good point. Coffee, so you listen, mate. You're right. You haven't seen yourself. Yet. If there's anything I can do, it brings out care. It brings out care and understanding. We do that every single day. Well, you, you know what you're showing there, and and care is the right word. Actually, estate agents realise the vendors, landlords, applicants are their external clients, but their staff are their internal clients. And are we genuinely treating them as an internal client? And often, when I'm in branch or remotely working with my clients, I don't see that. I don't see the same level of respect for staff as well as customers. And it is, it's internal, external. But if you don't treat them with that respect, how can you get the best out of them if you don't invest in them to show that you want to develop them so they can progress in their career and earn their and exceed their own goals? How the hell are you going to grow? Yeah, it's true. Definitely, totally agree with that. I think estate agency and, and lettings is such a people business but yeah do we forget that there are people inside the business as well that need looking after absolutely and we actually spoke to um sarah edmondson didn't we a couple of weeks ago ian or a few months now um on the podcast um and so if anyone is on that topic looking to hear more about that go and listen to the sarah edmondson podcast yeah. she talks all about agents together and the yeah. work that they're doing to mentor people as well in their learning but also ensure that everyone's getting looked after in the industry because just like in the covid times this could be an uncertain time for people maybe people are worried about their jobs maybe people are yeah. worried about you know the market so it's it's a good time for everyone to look out for each other isn't it definitely sarah's great i met her at funny enough the guild fun and country conference for the first time and she's fantastic and yeah if you haven't heard her podcast you absolutely should be tuning in she's got great advice great value really has fabulous and you had great advice a great value as well tony thank so you. thank you so much for joining us on the second podcast pleasure. and we hope to see you really soon thank you very much my pleasure